you're a veteran or military spouse of early stage startup or small business and feel like you're making it up as you go, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Transition, where we demystify the entrepreneurial experience for veterans and military spouses who've already made or looking to make the transition from the military into entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the voice of the bunker. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of the Bunker Labs branding team. Today on the show, I interview two phenomenal female entrepreneurs, Nisla Love and Monica Alexander, who I had the privilege of interviewing down at the Bunker Labs fly-in in Austin, Texas. Nisla is the founder of Choose Love, where she helps small business owners create wealth by being compliant with the IRS through her worry-free tax services. Monica, on the other hand, is the founder of Balanced Body Network, where she and her team provide a holistic approach to self-care, including meditation, essential oils, and other products to help her clients rest, relax, and recover. The ladies and I discussed their entrepreneurial journey as well as the importance of community. This interview represents the last of my in-person interviews down in Austin, but as we continue to come out of this pandemic, I'm looking forward to traveling and capturing more stories in person, so stay tuned. Before you hear from the ladies and I, make sure you subscribe to the Transition Newsletter at the link in the show notes. I send out a newsletter at least once a week sharing the latest episode of The Transition. And if there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org. Applications for Bunker Labs Veteran and Residence Program are open March 1st through March 31st for the July 2022 cohort. Veterans and Residence is a six-month startup incubator that provides veterans and military spouses with community, a national business network, and resources to grow their business. You can apply today at the link in the show notes. This episode of The Transition is brought to you by the MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, the foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. And last point, as we wrap up our series for Women's History Month, I want you to know that that doesn't mean we're done highlighting all the amazing women in our ecosystem. We see the work you do year round, and I'm excited for the opportunity to continue amplifying your stories on the transition. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. Nisla and Monica, welcome back to the bunker. I can't say welcome to the bunker because y'all been here uh, from the beginning. So honored to be able to talk with y'all while we're out here at this ambassador fly-in uh, Austin takeover. Um, I had Nissel on the podcast before. We recorded a whole episode, and then for some reason the software didn't catch it. So you know I had to get her back on. And then Monica, I think we met at one of the, was it an on-site or something? Yes. Uh, which one was it? Um, it would have been Seattle or Nashville. Uh, it wasn't Seattle. It wasn't Nashville. It was another one. Maybe, because I didn't go to Seattle. I definitely didn't go to Nashville, but I've definitely seen you in person before. Yes, I've seen you in person before, too. I thought it was one of those things. I don't know. I think it's one of those things at the bunker. You know, you start to feel people are like family because you come across each other and you see them over and over again. Yes. But uh, first things first, go ahead and introduce yourself to all our listeners. Let them know your ventures. And also, we're going to take off our armor. But first thing, let them know, uh, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Nisla Love. I am a certified tax coach. I am an enrolled agent. I help small business owners keep more money in their pocket by being compliant with the IRS by doing tax planning. Love it. 
I am Monica Alexander. I am the founder of Balanced Body Network, a holistic health and wellness company where we believe that self-care is absolutely health care and a Bunker Labs ambassador. So one of the things we do on this show is we take off our armor because we like to keep it real. We don't like to pretend like we're something that we're not. But entrepreneurship is hard. You know, some days are better than others. And so, you know, we always invite our guests to come on here and get vulnerable with us. So as a small business owner, what's something you're struggling with either personally or professionally currently? Oh, I can take that one because I am currently going through some serious self-care and rejuvenation. So personally, I am struggling with staying focused and staying driven, even though what I do is an absolute passion of mine and my why is runs very, very deep. I have lost the love for the for the adventure of it. Um, so I'm just working through that. And I asked a couple of our bunker mates to come alongside me and help me out because it's, it's rough right now. It, it really is. Especially when you've been doing it a long time. You know, like when we first decided to launch these ventures, we we're all excited. And you just get kind of, how do I say this? You fall in love with the idea of it, you know, and the passion. But then once you get there and you start to get in the grind, you do get worn down a little bit. And then your venture, you know, goes from being a startup to now you've been doing it three years and five years, et cetera. So that's real. And I appreciate you sharing. Wow. That's, okay. Well, I could, I definitely can relate to Monica in reference to self-care, but mine would be mostly with um, setting boundaries because I love to give, I love to share, I love to help, but I have to let myself know when not to give and when not to share and be reminded because you be the person always giving and it just drains you to the point where you deplete yourself. And so I have to learn to say no. I appreciate you sharing that. that? Yeah, she want to piggyback. Go ahead. Right before we came up for the podcast, I was talking to someone in Bunker and I said, you know, that saying where they say it's a give and get. And for the however many years I've been bopping around Bunker, I've been giving, giving, giving and never pulled anything off the table and literally it started starving to death. So you do have to set boundaries and you do have to figure out how the whole how to have the whole balance thing. We literally just had that conversation before we came upstairs. Yeah, I think that's part of the culture, right? Like as veterans and military spouses, right, we all know how hard it is to transition out of the military. Mm -hmm. And when people come from the same tribe as you, you want to be, you know, respectful and you want to make time for them. But when you do the entrepreneurship, I remember for me, right, like I was very big as a city leader, you know, but also had that full-time income coming in from my work. But once I, you know, went full-time on Ironbound Boxing, I felt that heat and that pressure. And you start realizing <laughs> that, you know, when you're giving your time away, you're yes. taking it from something else, Yes. you know. And so that's it true. is hard. And so one of the things I've been, well, that's why I really enjoy this platform, because this is my give back. You know, being able to invite guests on, mm -hmm. you know, being able to send it to people because people also reach out to me. Hey, Mike, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? I just forward them a podcast episode if I can't make time for them, you know, right then and there. Um, and part of it, too, is people earning, especially as the small business owners, early stage founders, you know, respectfully, though, sometimes people got to earn the time. earn your time. Yes. You know, so if you ask me for help and I send you a book and you don't read the book or you don't listen to the podcast or you don't do your research or nothing, right? You're just taking, taking, taking. And so part of it, I think, is people understanding that, like, we all have needs as well. Mm -hmm. And so even with a lot of mentors of mine, like, I find them coming to me for advice now. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a weird dynamic because you always assume that they had something that you didn't have right. versus, like, they need to get their cup filled too. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's like a two-way relationship. So I think that's a good teaching lesson for those of you that are not in the entrepreneurial journey yet. Maybe you're on the fence and you come across entrepreneurs within the Bunker Lab ecosystem. Ask how you can help them, how you can support them, because we're all going through it. People out here, people out here scraping, y'all. So true. People out here scraping. Uh, but that's real. And then the other thing I want to talk about is you mentioned networking, right? And so we're at this ambassador fly-in. Everyone here are volunteers. And so it's like, how do you maximize the bunker network? And one of the things I found, and I'll be honest, I'm going to take off my armor, y'all. It used to always make me feel uncomfortable when people complimented me. You know, that kind of like you don't want to look at people in the eye. You just kind of want to look at the ground, like, right? <laughs> it will always make me feel uncomfortable because of what I do with Ironbound. I, like, I don't think I'm that special, right? And then we also are all struggling on our own. Mm -hmm. You know, so when people try to put you on this pedestal and things, it makes you feel uncomfortable. I read this book by Gay Hendricks called The Big Leap. And one of the yeah, things he was teaching book. in the book was when people are commenting you, mm -hmm. complimenting you, maintain self-awareness and just enjoy that moment. Yes. So instead of looking away or running from it, just... Kind of take it in. So, like, I've been practicing that. So, like, even today when people are complimenting receive me it. and the show, it's just like take a moment mm -hmm. and receive it. But that was something I had to learn. I didn't know how to do that myself. But, you know, when you're networking, man, just help. It's just from helping people. How can you help people? How can you serve people? Like, how do you give? How do you maximize these relationships? How do you maximize volunteering? It literally comes down to just help people. Yes. Be known as a person that serves. Yes. You know, but at the same time, you have your boundaries. Maybe you only help people on Thursdays, you know, between two and four, you know, but that's it creates a, a network thing. effect. And that's a good thing. That is a good thing. So one of the things we got to talk about is obviously we're here because of Bunker Labs. And so for those that are tuning in, we're a national network of veteran and military spouses committing the military connected community, uh, grow their businesses. And I want y'all to talk to us about what does it mean for y'all to have this kind of community to be able to come to? It, it means the world um, because to have a safe place as a female veteran, um, you know, we, we've all served, we've all been through different things. So to know that if I walk through the bunker door, it doesn't matter if it's in Detroit, if it's in San Antonio or wherever it is across the nation, that it's a safe space. That as an entrepreneur, I can say, hey, listen, this is what I really need and, and be vulnerable and take off my armor, as you said, and, and be able to share it and, and get the help and support that I need, or at least point it in the right direction, or just a pat on the back, just say, hey, listen, you got this. It, it's not as big as you think it is. Go ahead and do it, you know, and, and, and someone held you accountable. So it's amazing for me. What about you, Nisla? I would say this is a great experience. Just know that you have people rooting for you, supporting you, and we could probably even say they don't even know you uh, intimately, but they see your vision hand in hand and they want to walk you through it and support you and guide you. So that is tremendous just being here and being a part of Bunker Labs. And let's be honest, y'all. Entrepreneurship is pretty lonely. <laughs> you know, we're back in our little boroughs. I'm in Newark. Y'all in North Krakalaki and Detroit, mm -hmm. you know. And so when you're going through it, like you don't really have people around. That's true. And, and I will say this because we tell our VI, our veteran residents, um, people, sometimes you can't go home and tell your spouse that you don't know how you're going to make payroll or you don't know how you're going to deal with this tax burden because the accountant that you had, you know, did their job or didn't do their job or whatever. And so to have other entrepreneurs where you can just quickly say something and they get it or you can do a head nod or a head shake and they get it. That's amazing, you know, because it, it, it makes the conversation so much easier. One of the things you said to me, Sora, you said, Mike, thank you for what you do, right? And I never, like, people always would say that to me. But one of the things I think you were getting at is, like, representation matters. Mm 
Yes. You know, and so we've all been there where you walk in a room and you're one-on-one or you're the only female. You can't help but wonder, like, is this a safe space for me? Can I take off my armor? Is this a place that I can come and be myself? And I'll tell you, man, being at this ambassador flying, there's a lot of color here, y'all. There's a lot of color here, like tables full of color, you know? And it's it's cool to see it come along, you yes. know? And, you know, everybody says uh, underrepresented uh, entrepreneurs, but I also like to look at it as like there's so much opportunity out there. Yes. Right? We know what happens when black people go on Twitter, you know, and start going to these different platforms. Like we start to bring value. And so it's less about, you know, what are we doing to lower the barrier of entry so everyone gets the American experience through entrepreneurship. And so it, it fills my heart when I come to these events and you do see more people that look like you. Yes. Because I, I will say when I came through, um, the only people of color that I saw, I saw, I saw Mike. I, I was like, who is that? And then when I found out he was in the, in the wellness space, I was like, I got to talk to him. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to be weird. Cause you know, you know, we get a little gun shy about talking to each other sometimes. And, and I think actually you reached out to me for something that Bunker needed. And I was like, yes, now I have his phone number. And so now we can talk about some stuff. So I, I do, I really appreciate you being exactly where you are and who you are through the years through it all, through all of Bunker's growth and your own growth for your own company. So I, I sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I want you to receive that well. I appreciate that. And the cool thing, too, is that now you start seeing people in person. Mm-hmm. Like me and Isla, I know. We, done, we record a whole podcast, whole like 50 Minutes. <laughs> yes. She's done two of the workshop series that I did yes. marketing, mm-hmm. and where I teach the marketing brand, and it's our first time actually getting to see each other I know, in person. I know, I know. So there's power in that. Yeah, and now it it's like a different relationship. You know, you feel like you, you know people. Now, know you. talk to us about, and you can go first, Nisla. How did you go from, you know, being in the military to being an entrepreneur? That's a good question. Well, you know, I always wanted more. And the military did teach me structure, values. Because, you know, I'm from New York, so I was kind of like a little rebel. But, and it opened a lot of doors and opportunity. Because... Being in New York, you know, a lot of people say it's a melting pot, but it is very secluded and very surrogated, and that's just what it is in New York. But being in the military, you're so exposed that you don't have the opportunity to, you know, to lay back or not be a part. You're, like, forced into it. And it just opened so many doors. It changed my, my mind, my point of view, and it just allowed me to do things that I wouldn't have the opportunity to do. And so even being in the military, I just realized, okay, I want to, you know, I wanted to be more like, if I didn't just want to be a leader in the military. I said, there's more to give, more to serve, more to do. And so I wanted to have my own, have my own business, have the opportunity to create business and create, you know, work for people to work and to, you know, to be an employer, a producer. What was your MOS? I was a 54 Bravo. What's that? That is NBC. NBC, is that like the uh, gas, gas, gas? Yes, yes. Yeah, y'all know that. Straps. <laughs> oh, my eyes, my eyes. What about you, Monica? I, I was in the Coast Guard. I have no idea what an NBC. We call those, hey, we call those puddle pirates, y'all. <laughs> you call us puddle pirates all you want, but as long as you call us when you need us. That's right. <laughs> Got to show the puddle pirates some love. Shout out to y'all tuning in. Thank you so very much. So for me, um, 
I always found a way to kind of carve out my own niche. Um, during like my last, right before I got out of the military, was Hurricane Katrina and Rita. Mm-hmm. I went there to literally um, pay reservists to make sure reservists got paid, make sure their travel got done. I was there for a day and a half and looked around and realized there's 30 government agencies. They're supposed to be communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. They're in five different floors and all over the place. Had nothing to do with why I was there. I walked up to an admiral and I said, "I can fix this." And he says, fix it. So I got them all in one room, got them all speaking the same language on a cadence and in a routine. And we wrote a brief for the marine transportation system. So when I got out, I still wanted to love on people and help people. So I became a social worker, um, ran into an employer that did not take care of their people. And in the middle of a meeting of them not taking care of their people, I resigned. And I said, I have no idea what I'm going to do. So I went to go get a massage because that's what you do when you, when, you, when you leave your job. I looked at my massage therapist and I said, how is this a career? And she told me. And so that's how I transitioned from working for someone to working to working on my own. There's more to the story. There was some health challenges that I overcome that I'm able to share and, uh, and work with people and do. But the, the transition boiled down to is just I always found a way to carve my own path and be able to serve people and help people. And what year was that you launched your business? In 2017. 2017 still going through it huh still going through it it's all right listen let me tell you something don't don't think you can come up with an idea and wake up the next day and be a millionaire i mean it could happen and if it do congratulations to you but uh for the rest of us out here don't give up on your dream you 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 know if, if you feel like you fail just keep moving forward and that just becomes a learning lesson and as you learn you grow and you do better and that's how business works nisla how about you talk to us about what gave you i know you wanted more when you left the military but talk to us about starting your own accounting firm. Well, it, it it didn't just start like that. So I so I was I was I went to school, went to college. I got my degree in it, got my master's in taxation, and my ideal job was to work for the IRS. <laughs> so I was like, I want to work for the IRS, and it didn't pan out. So I we had to go to my husband's in the military, so we went to Alaska, and then going through Alaska, and then just you have to create. I learned I had to create what I wanted. And even when I was creating what I wanted, I was still in the phase of learning and researching and trying to, you know, to do it. And it, so I still didn't launch out to it. So what I did was I actually went and worked for someone. So I even did forensic accounting. I did finance. I did insurance. So I did financial coaching. So I did it all to get to where I'm at right now. And But it took experience, and it said and then I also, when I was ready to do it, I had to make sure my family was ready to do it with me because I didn't want to go out in order, you know, not in be in order because I didn't want it to be just my business. I wanted it to be our business. And so it took 2018 where I actually said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I took baby steps too, because even though I was ready, again, I still had to make the family be ready because it's take time. And, you know, starting a business, it's not like four hours here. No, this is like 12 hours, 24 hours. This becomes your baby, your li- your livelihood. So I had to make sure they were ready. And so now we're in 22. Everyone is on board. We have our own, like, CEO meeting, board meeting, and everything because now it's not my business. It's our business. So you and the family? Me and the family. How many employees do you have now? I actually have two. Congratulations. Yay. Yeah. It's, it's a hell of a thing to build a business, put uh, yourself on payroll, yes. start hiring and taking care of other people. It was scary at first. Scary. And then when I first did, I was like, oh, my God, I got employed. I'm legit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember talking to my accountant, and he's like, yeah, you're going to have to do an S-corp um, and put myself on salary because, you mm-hmm. know, you start taking those draws. Yeah. And then I had already put myself on salary on the LLC, but there's just better yeah. tax benefits from the S-corp status. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, you know, we tend to highlight all the entrepreneurs that are out there raising a bunch of venture capital and on the cover of Forbes. But let's just be honest, for a lot of people, they couldn't imagine ever putting themselves on salary themselves, like working up to that point. So I want to give you your flowers while you're here and congratulations on that. Thank you. So obviously the pandemic has been extremely challenging. You said 2022 and I was just like, oh, my God. Right. Like we just blinked past, you know, 2019 and just straight into 2022. So I'm curious to know how both of you all were able to survive and thrive you know, throughout the pandemic. Obviously, it hasn't been easy, but you're still here. Yes, still here. And that's half the battle. Stay alive. Yes. Stay alive. All you early stage entrepreneurs, stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. Whatever it takes, stay alive. <laughs> so talk to us about that, Nisa. How are you able to navigate the pandemic? How is it? By support. Um, and it's just being realistic because, I mean, I'm in the business of doing accounting and taxes. Everybody needs to get their taxes done. But at the same time, um, when it hit in 20, was it 2020? Yeah, March 2020. Yeah, a lot has happened. My father had passed. Sorry and to hear that. Thank you. And my aunt had passed. And then so just going through that, that actually, even though I was in business, it, you know, it just put a, a pause. And, and then at the same time, I was studying to do the enroll agent. And so it was like a lot of stuff that we were going as a family. But I just, I gave myself to breathe. And I gave myself to like absorb and self-care. Basically, basically, um, because the pandemic was very intense and very like no one knew what to expect. And then having those life events that happened in the family, it just took time. And so when and then I, it was around November, that's also OK. We started back up. And so what I did was basically I did self-care. Um, I can't say that I did like, you know, I just push, 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 because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now because I had to allow myself to have self-care. How supportive or how important do you think that Breaking Barriers and Entrepreneurial Workshop Series was? Because I, I saw people in there like three times, you know? I'm like, you here again? He's like, yeah. They keep showing up. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Renee is awesome. That's all I can say. She is awesome. It is a great opportunity. Um, I know if a lot of people are not able to go into VR, but this is a great resource it's a great little small um, group cohort however you want to word it it's just great because you get to meet people and it's more intimate really more more intimate more intimate I will say for me before the pandemic hit I had two locations open and I had it we were we were an active team of eight and we were growing and thriving and when the pandemic hit it completely shut down the business because we had to turn the lights off because of what was happening And I remember sitting in the house in the dark, not sure what the heck I was going to do, how I was going to pivot. Bunker, but bunker. So one of the city leaders from Kentucky called me and said, hey, how are you pivoting? I was like, pivot? I can't, you can't touch people. What am I supposed to do? Massage them with a rake? You know? (laughs) And we walked through it and we talked through it and we went and we started doing some virtual massages and virtual um, self-care things for corporations. And that's how we were able to pivot. In the process of that pivot, I taught a few of those independent contractors how to start their own business and how to go out and do their own thing. So as the lights started to come back on, those people transitioned off. Then I had to figure out what I was going to do and how I was going to get new people back in. And as you all know, we have this reduction in the workforce. 
So we're still working through that process. But it was the, the pandemic definitely um, was an eye opener in, 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 in learning how to truly pivot a business and keep it alive. So but Bunker, Bunker came through. That community, man, the power of relationships is so key. And having, you know, people that are also going through it with you that can share best practices. So, you know, my core philosophy is lift as we climb. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what this this network and this community has an opportunity to do. So now what I want you to talk to us about are your BHAGs, your big, hairy, audacious goals. So when mm. you think about your own businesses, where are you working towards long term? So my big, hairy, audacious goal is to open up a, up a facility that is the size of a Kmart, if you will. And it's a place that you can check into for a set price and you can enjoy certain services that is included in that a la carte price. You can go in different rooms that have crystals and other rooms will have heat, other rooms will have cold. And then um, if you want to get ancillary services, massage and skincare and all those kind of things, those things are offered too. But the space would be absolutely amazing and it just would drip. Love it. Love it. My big. I feel like I'm hitting them with questions that haven't been asked before. These some of these questions do make you like rapacious. You know, go wow, wow. <clears throat> well, at Choose Love Solutions, I would love that Choose Love Solution would be the one stop for small business owners to know that that they could take advantage of the tax code. Um, because that's what the tax code is created for small business owners, point blank. People don't realize that you know, a lot of people get upset because they, they pay too much taxes. But if you are in business, the tax code was created for you. So that is my goal to empower and show small business owners how they could take advantage of the tax code by tax planning. So that is my goal to reach maybe thousands, millions, whatever, to empower small business owners, to let them know that they could keep money in their pocket by just by tax planning. And it's not for the billionaires, the millionaires. It's for small business owners, regardless of where you're at. I forgot where I was at, but somebody was like, yeah, all those people in first class, they're not paying for that. No. No. They use it as a write-off. Oh, my gosh. Only suckers pay for first class tickets. (laughs) You know, but I had no idea. I'm like 34. I'm finding out this stuff. There's so much stuff out there, like even um, getting lines of credit with business. Yes. You know, going to your bank, your regional bank, and asking for a line of credit and using that to fund your business. So you're right. There's so much stuff we need to learn about how to use money, how the Mm -hmm. system works. Like you said, it's set up for small business owners. So appreciate y'all sharing your BHAGs and getting vulnerable with us. We're not done yet. Almost. But for our listeners, if you don't have a big, hairy, audacious goal, I can't take credit for that. That comes from Jim Collins. Write it out. Speak it into existence. Brief it to your team. And that BHAG isn't just for you, though. It's for this entity that you're building because now you're inviting people to come on that journey with you. So if your BHAG is be a millionaire, that's a great and all, but is that going to make a vendor hop out of bed in the middle of the night to send you something mm-hmm. just so you can be a millionaire? But if you're trying to be the number one resource for small business owners to help them with their financial finances and take advantage of the tax code. That's something that's inspirational to people. So just something to think about. So as we do wrap up though, i got two more questions for y'all. First question, what piece of advice would you like to give our listeners as they continue on their own entrepreneurial journey or words of encouragement? I like to call it words of encouragement. Okay. As an entrepreneur, Sometimes we feel like we're alone, but we're never alone. There are so many resources out here, 
start with Bunker Labs. There's power in in information when you use it. And so with even your podcast, I mean, just listen to the podcast over and over. You'll get inspiration. You'll be put to action. So I would say use your resources and always reach out and ask. There is no reason why we shouldn't be able to do anything or know anyone. It's just the power of asking. That's it. I have two. I will say one, it's your dream, your goal. Believe in it. It's yours. You'll figure it out. The second thing is self-care. Figure out how to keep yourself healthy and, 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 and full inside um, throughout the process. Because as we all know, as entrepreneurs, we, we kind of forget about ourselves sometimes. We forget about getting our hair cut. We forget about getting our nails done. We forget about all those things because we focus on the baby that we're birthing. You know, that, that, that big, hairy, audacious goal. And if it does not make your hands sweat, it's not big enough. If it doesn't make you scared, it's not big enough. Y'all hear that advice coming from people that are doing it. They're not just talking about it. They're doing it. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you, Nisla. I'm going to get you back on the podcast because I want me and you to break down how to do a 12-week cash flow forecast okay. for our listeners. Because, you know, when it comes to – I'm even going through it now, y'all. I'm going to take off my armor again. I'm starting to look, right? Like, I'm growing. My media company's growing. Mm-hmm. And my nonprofit's growing. Not so much on the nonprofit. The nonprofit's growing, but the challenge on the media side is – I'm noticing my expenses go up, right? Because you start bringing on team members, you start investing in marketing, and all of a sudden, like, I'm like, (laughs) I can't just keep managing my cash flow by just checking my bank account (laughs) 10 times a day, you know? (laughs) Don't act like y'all don't do it, you know? So now I'm just like, okay, and I already knew this a long time ago about you need to do the 12-week cash flow because at a certain point, once you validate the business model, you get that predictable revenue. Now you start rolling into stage three because I talked about the five stages of small business growth. Uh, validate the business model. Get your repeatable sales. Start to build your foundation. Expand and then multiply. So I'm in the foundation phase. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now you've got money. But it's like, how are you, you – do you have – is this money leverage? Mm-hmm. You know, how can you make the most out of it? And so now you got to start getting a little bit more strategic with how you're spending and deploying money. But before it's hard, we ain't got no money, you know? So it's good problems to have. But I think it would be cool to bring you on and talk to our listeners about that. So last question. We've got veterans and military spouse entrepreneurs tuning in from all over the world, all over the country. This is your community. How can the Bunker community and our listeners elevate the work you're doing in your company? Wow. Okay. Well, one thing is you can reach out to me at chooselovesolutions.com. I would love to sit down and talk with you and how you could take advantage of the tax code legally. And that's the thing also, too. Um, a lot of people feel like if to learn or do anything with the IRS or do their taxes, it has to be something escrupulate. But it doesn't. It, you, there's, if you do it right, you could do this five-year plan. You could do this 10-year plan, and you could see the rewards of it and have a good foundation and a plan. And that's the key. Listen, y'all, get you an accountant. Call Choose Love. I'm telling you, you need an accountant. Um, you got to make it real. You got to make it real. You got to build a real business, and you need somebody on your team that's an advisor. So appreciate you. So over at Balanced Body Network, one of the things that you can do is reach out to balancedbodynetwork.com. Um, we're always looking to expand that network, add in other things like boxing services and, um, and different, different holistic health and wellness um, modalities. So that would be helpful. Love it. 
So all our listeners, we got to make sure we elevate these lovely ladies. Spread the word. We'll be sure to include links to your businesses in the show notes. And for everyone that's tuning in, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you're visiting BunkerLabs.org and getting plugged into the Bunker Lab ecosystem. Got programs to take you from idea to invoice, incubate you, position you to go alongside other founders and CEOs. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram at Iron Mike Stedman. We are here. So until next time, peace, love. Uh, from Austin, Texas, by the way. So ladies, I appreciate y'all. Have a great rest of your week, everyone.